This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's celebrate the journey of Professor Chiridzi Marwala, who is uh, is a mechanical engineer, a computer scientist, and is currently the vice chancellor and principal of the University of Johannesburg. That has been the case from 2018 January, and uh, there are other things that he has done. I've read his uh, 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 columns or, or rather articles on the the, the 4IR as well. So let, let's talk to him. But a very interesting issue as well is he is. Uh, from the renowned Mbirui uh, High School, which is very interesting, isn't it? Prof, good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Uh, uh, good evening to you and your listeners. I am looking forward to interacting with you and your listeners. Yeah, good evening. I'll, I'll get to what you do now. I've, I've, I've said a bit about your work and I know you've done a lot of, I've read through the many responsibilities you had and one impressive one, you you, you addressed the gathering with um, Stephen Hawking. We'll talk about that. But you, you, you're from the Bembe district. You went to Mbiru High School. Absolutely. I went to Mbiru High School. I was there in 1988 and in 1989. Uh, in fact, uh, last week I actually visited uh, Mbiri. Mm-hmm. Uh, the principal of uh, Mbiri, uh, Mr. Lijade, was actually my standard nine biology teacher. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's that's hard to believe. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and then your journey from there to being vice chancellor of the University of Johannesburg. Well, I mean, I uh, after after Mbiri, I I did A levels in Johannesburg. I went to University of Cape Town for six months, waiting to transfer to a university in the United States. Uh, I spent four years in the United States, absolutely enjoyed it uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, then came back to South Africa, worked for six months for the CSIR, went back to school at the University of, Georgia, of, of Pretoria, where I did the master's in mechanical engineering. And then I left to go to the University of Cambridge in England, where I completed a PhD in artificial intelligence. Uh, then I went to University of London, mm. uh, Imperial College, University of London, where I worked for just yeah. over a year. And then I went to South African breweries. I used to brew beer. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, for two years, then I realized, I had that, you know, the Damascus mo- mo- moment. Moment, yeah. Like Paul. Yeah. When he was going to Damascus. You got and, struck uh, off your beast. I liked him. And, yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I had my own moment. And uh, I left brewing beer to go and brew people. Yeah. So I went to University of uh, Witwatersrand where I was uh, uh, an associate professor, a professor, a chair of uh, control systems and control in the Department of Electrical Engineering. And then I came to University of Johannesburg as a dean of the Faculty of, uh, of Engineering. And then I became uh, the deputy vice chancellor when... Uh, when uh, Adam Habib went to VET as vice-chancellor. Mm. And then uh, when Ivan left as vice-chancellor, I took over as a vice-chancellor and principal. Mm. And now I am responsible for over 50,000 students. We'll continue talking with Professor Marwala. This is Progressive Talk on Capricorn FM. 
And he's talking to the the uh, uh, Professor Barwala here, the Vice Chancellor and Principal of the University of Johannesburg. So, Prof, of course, you were saying you got struck off your beast like Paul. Now, that is a biblical uh, a story there. But 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 tell me, what inspires you throughout your journey? Well, I'm inspired by uh, uh, by, by 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 people. Mm. I'm inspired by uh, the students that I have uh, worked with. I have supervised 31 PhD students to completion mm. and uh, 47 master students to completion, and they are playing a, 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 a you know a fantastic role uh, uh, in society. I'm inspired by my family. Uh, I am uh, a family man with uh, uh, with uh, three children. I come from a big family. The mm. Mazala family is not old. Mazala mm. uh, is actually a, a nickname of my of my great-grandfather. Yeah. It became uh, uh, last name. And, and we don't even know. So, 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 some, of, uh, so, 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 some, some of the stories that we hear is that uh, 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 it comes from his wife who was, who was not a, a vendor person, Mazala. There are more Mazalas who, who speak Sipedi than mm. who speak uh, uh, Chivenda. And, uh, and that's how we got uh, the last name. So my family... Uh, inspire me. Uh, 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 we, we are a family of curious people, and uh, and and, and we, we love to make a difference in society. Are there things outside your family? Are there things that you aspire to? Are there things that you you look up to? Is there a mantra that you operate with? You shared a stage with Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I mean, look, I've met uh, lots of people. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 I've met lots of powerful people. And uh, uh, and by the way, Stephen Hawking was a professor at the University of Cambridge when I was a student there. Mm, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, so I was, uh, I was, uh, I met, I met him many, many times yeah. at the University of Cambridge. And you would see him on his wheelchair mm. uh, 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 being with. Uh, to uh, the streets of Cambridge. So uh, I, I, I really have met, uh, met uh, recently, I hosted um, uh, 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 Princess uh, Markle mm-hmm. when she came to my campus. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've hosted uh, two British royal family members mm. uh, on my campus. Uh, we have hosted, uh, we have awarded uh, an honorary doctorate to mm. the Chinese uh, president. Uh, and uh, uh, so, so yeah, so they're, they're, so I've met many, many people. But do you? I think the people who really inspire me mm. are actually people from Limpopo. Okay. So yeah. I think, I think of all the people I have met uh, throughout the world, whenever I, 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 I cross that. Uh, that Rubicon that says welcome to the Limpopo province. Yeah. I feel like I am home and I absolutely admire um, our our three languages of mm. Limpopo province. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I admire the culture of our people in, 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 in Limpopo. Uh, 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 Limpopo is actually quite a peaceful uh, province, you know. Uh, Prof- and I think uh, it has to do with the, the weather. Do you have a mantra? Work hard and never miss an opportunity of a lifetime because an opportunity of a lifetime only has a finite uh, lifetime. And if you don't take it during that uh, uh, lifetime of that opportunity, it is gone. So make the best out of the opportunities that are 
presented to you. You were in the province just a week or so ago. The MEC of the province spoke to me after you were within that event. She was impressed around how you explained things and things around CT scans and so on and so forth. Uh, but I've read about your obviously uh, interest and contribution on 4 I. Uh, I are here in in the province and looking at issues around med, uh, medicine and other areas. How do you see technology evolving and helping to il- il- alleviate issues of poverty and other challenges that we have in the province here in the country? Well, I mean, uh, maybe just to talk a little bit about the MEC. The MEC and I were at Uriri at the same time. Yeah, you know, uh, many many years ago. Uh, I think we need to use technology in the global province because we simply do not have enough doctors. Mm. Now, if you do not use technology, then people are going to be moving from uh, from to the Zeni Hospital. By the way, it was not named after me. It's just coincidental <laughs> that it's called to the Zeni Hospital. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving from to the Zeni Hospital to uh, Petersburg uh, mm. Hospital, we need to use technology to bring... Uh, health care to the people. We need to make sure that we use telemedicine so that specialists can be able to assist uh, from Punukwane, mm. uh, somebody who is operating in uh, Chilizini or Ceylon or any other hospital yeah. uh, in our beautiful province. Prof, why is the book The Beautiful Ones Are Not Yet Born your favorite book? How do you understand that story? What do you get from that story? Because we are not supposed to have poverty. We are not supposed to have inequality. We are not supposed to have uh, corruption. We are not even supposed to have unemployment. We are a wealthy nation. The only reason why we are at that state is because the beautiful ones who are supposed to take us to that uh, 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 world where poverty, inequality, and uh, unemployment are eliminated are simply not yet born. So in this case, beautiful ones, not physical beautiful ones. So obviously it's not the physically beautiful ones, it's the dedicated ones, the people who want to change the lives of their people. It is actually the beautiful ones. Prof, thank you very much for sharing your time, your story and your mantra with us. Wonderful evening to you. Well, thank you very much. And for those of you who have access to exclusive books, there is a book that I wrote called Closing the Gap. Go and buy it and close the gap of underdevelopment so that we can be wealthy and take care of our people. Thank you very much. We should have an opportunity in the future to talk about that. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.